here in Pennsylvania. We are actually at a two-week training course on how to help refugees in the Middle East. Here with Liz Kaufman. You just finished a session today, actually, teaching based on some of your experience that you've had in Iraq. Right. And I'm just curious, can you give us a little overview of the experiences you've had working with survivors of terrorism? Yeah, it's definitely been very stretching. My biggest focus has been um, working with the women and the girls mm -hmm. um, there and just, yeah, been there the last four years, most of the last four years off and on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's just been an incredible opportunity to just um, mm -hmm. see those girls, you know, come from such a traumatized state mm -hmm. and to just like see them, you know, finding freedom and finding healing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the goal is to have is to just create a safe place for the girls mm -hmm. where they're able to like re you know get back into life and find that healing for all the trauma that they've been through because mm -hmm. a lot of these girls have been with ISIS for the last three or four years mm -hmm. and they've seen things that we can't even imagine you know mm -hmm. things that go beyond our comprehension of you know human life like it's, it's just inhumane you know mm -hmm. so it's been a really incredible opportunity to just really pour into the girls and it's been one of the most rewarding and fulfilling things I've done in my life yeah. That's very interesting because we're talking about Iraq. So to say that it was rewarding and you don't regret it, a lot of people are like, oh, it's way too scary. And yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it had its challenging it, moments. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So are you working, you mentioned ISIS. So you, mm -hmm. these are ladies who would have survived some of those attacks, I'm, I'm guessing. So back in Sinjar, um, what happened when ISIS came through on the mountains, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the men were killed and the women were taken as. Um, sex slaves. Mm -hmm. And so most of these women that are only now coming back have been with ISIS for four years, for the last oh, wow. four years. It's been just, you know, an incredible amount of um, trauma and just a lot mm -hmm. of things that these girls have seen. To be, um, you know, just there working with them has been a challenge. It's been like, you know, there's been times it's like, where do you go with this? Like, what do you want me to say, God? Wow. Because like, I have no clue you know what these girls have you know to the full extent of what these girls have actually been through right yeah, yeah it's 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 like um we don't have a i don't know a quote box i guess to put an experience like that in right it's right. so alien to right. us yeah it's so there's just such a huge amount of injustice that mm -hmm. it's like you you barely i mean there's no words for it really mm -hmm. yeah so thinking specifically to the experiences you've had working mm -hmm. in iraq what is a particular experience that you had or a story, um, an interaction that you experienced that deeply impacted you that, you, that you'd be willing to share? Probably one of the biggest things that impacted me in the whole, um, just in, the, in my whole time of being there is, well, of course, seeing these girls, you know, coming from that place of um, going through everything they did mm -hmm. and yet um, choosing the route of forgiveness. Because um, we, wow. we, had, we had one girl that... Um, became a Christian and mm -hmm. she, pro she out of all the girls that mm -hmm. we've you know, had relationships with there, um, has had one of the worst stories that you could ever imagine. Wow. And, um, and she is just one of those that has chosen you know, to just forgive because mm -hmm. we, you know, obviously we explained all that stuff to her and mm -hmm. she, yeah, it was just incredible, incredible seeing that whole thing you know, work wow. itself out. She would ask to be prayed over all the mm -hmm. time and 
um, every time we would pray over her, she would just be like, I just, I just feel this peace, you know, from, from head to toe. And, she, <laughs> and, you know, stuff like that is just really, you know, it really is, like, rewarding. When you wow, hear stuff like that, yeah. it's just incredible, you know, to really... It makes you think, like, if, if one of us would have went through a, an, ex, an experience that traumatic, mm-hmm. would we be willing to forgive yeah. as well? Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. that's really challenging. Yeah. You can also bring in personal... Uh, testimonies in in yeah. the ways that you know it might be a lot smaller ways, but in the mm-hmm. ways that you chose to forgive somebody and how that worked out, you know, mm-hmm. in sharing mm-hmm. from more of a personal perspective of yeah. things. So broadening it back a little bit, what is some common misconceptions or think yeah things we misunderstand when it comes to human trafficking, human slavery? Because a, a lot of people sadly aren't, aren't even aware that this is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's huge, but we don't hear a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So what are, yeah, what are some misunderstandings or things that, that we don't know? I think a lot of that is lost in, like, there's not enough of people advocating, there's not enough of networking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, of people actually finding out about it. Because, you know, you talk to some people and they're like, ISIS, what? Like, you know, mm, it's not yeah. necessarily, like... I mean, most people would know what, you know, what ISIS is, but just simply more, I would say, getting more specific mm-hmm. about advocating, like advocating for maybe more specifically the women and girls, mm-hmm. and especially, um, especially with the whole, um, like, mom and moms and babies, you know, where mm-hmm. the babies can't be with the moms, mm-hmm. and the moms want their babies. So, like, specifically mm-hmm. advocating, I think, is a mm-hmm. big thing. When I, and I think something that surprised me um, because I've been had some level of involvement is how huge the human slavery mark market or I don't know exactly what you would call it, but how big that is in the oh, world. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously terrorists have used this to to full advantage, um, but a lot of other groups have. It's, right. it's in refugee camps all right. over the world. It's right. really big in certain countries. Um, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It's a big money maker. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was in Amsterdam. The, the we had a we had an ex pimp wow. um, share his testimony and he, he actually said it was not there was nothing involved for him except the money and he so was just good good it good was cash. just yeah so I mean there's all kinds of different reasons mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of you know obviously you know some people are in in it for the you know perversion of it mm-hmm. but then others are it's just a big money maker wow. really is what it is it's all um, in the way of you know, sacrificing mm-hmm. a life, basically, which is really sad, you know, or like... Right, well, you're, a, you're, yeah, you're taking like a, a, Yeah, you're taking a, you know, the life that's being taken mm-hmm. advantage of. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Amsterdam. Walk me through that a little. Obviously, mm-hmm. you spent some time there. Right. Yeah, did you did you live there for a while, or...? Yeah, I was studying there. I okay. was doing trauma counseling training. So that's interesting. So it's yeah. not like you just kind of walked into Iraq and said, here, I'm here to help. Um, you, you took some steps to get prepared first, right. basically. Right, right. That's that's because I very I just really clearly felt that mm-hmm. that's what God wanted me mm-hmm. to do, and um, you know I know God does have some people just walk right into it, mm-hmm. and you know just really staying in tune with God and His Spirit is the big thing you mm-hmm. know honestly, because every situation is different. Everybody's yeah. going to have a different story, a different twist. So it's not like a one size fits all kind of thing. Well, that's yeah, that's interesting. So what would be some ways you would encourage people to get prepared better, like? what you're describing, it sounds like you don't want to just walk into something like that. You need to get some tools to understand, okay, how can I help these people the very best way possible? Right, 
Winging what, it yeah. isn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like walk um, me through that a little. Yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, if you are interested in, you know, trauma counseling, if you're interested in getting into anti-trafficking, um, that world of things, that's that's a huge thing that you do. I feel like it's very important to do training in, just simply because there's so many. I mean, there's so many many mistakes you can make in it. Wow. Where, as if you would have the training from the get go or from the beginning, mm. um, it wouldn't be as much. I mean, you wouldn't have to learn the hard way as much. Yeah. Where you could learn from somebody that has 20 years of experience that mm. has ran a safe house for the last 20 years and learn from them. So the resources are there. We just the have to be willing yeah. to get them, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's okay to be trained. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's okay to go to college, you know, and just, and I, and I think it's a lot in just, you know, where God has you with that. Um, yeah. But training is definitely good, very mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And there's some very good resources out there, that's for sure. Well, so I'm curious, let, let's get a little more nuanced. So what is, mm -hmm. what are some ways our Anabaptist people are uniquely equipped for, for helping, you know, in the human slavery and trafficking situations, and in what ways are we maybe coming up a little short, I guess you could say, or what ways are our culture maybe hindering that work? Right. A little bit of both. So I would say probably the biggest thing would be the culture of relationships and like family relationships mm -hmm. um, is a big one and um, just not, not portraying your normal like Hollywood. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah you know, type of American family, you mm -hmm. know, where just everything goes and you don't have any kind of structure and, you know, where they see that you, you're actually living um, a life that, hmm. that is, um, that matches up. So family, community maybe, mm -hmm. some of those right. things. Um, it, it feel, I'm guessing a lot of these ladies um, that are in these types of situations, that's what they really need, right? right. This community, people to come around right. them. Yeah. Right. So and unconditional love, you know, because, mm. you know, I think when they see us in trying situations and they see how we respond is a huge thing. Yeah. You know, if we respond with unconditional love and mm -hmm. non-resistance, you know, where it's we just come against hate with love, you know, and yeah, and they yeah. see that, you know, like just mm. you know over the referendum, it's like you know there was. We could have just like out and left, you know, but it was just like, no, yeah. we're serious about this night. Yeah. We're serious, you know, about you. And I, I think that, or just for the sake of the audience, um, I was, I remember being yeah. there at the time. Yeah. I was you visiting was and seeing yeah. what you all were doing, which is yeah. where this connection was made. But yeah, it was basically you had a part of the country wanted to declare independence and right. that didn't go well. I remember um, seeing on the TV, you know, they were like setting up all this artillery, you know, just across the valley from us. Mm -hmm. And there was tanks coming in on the border and everybody's like, okay, we need to all leave. And we were one of the organizations or who you were working with at the time was one of the groups that decided to stay. Right. That's really huge. And mm -hmm. I think there's just something in our culture that, that is willing to, like you're saying, radical love. Mm -hmm. We're not going to just get scared and mm -hmm. leave because mm -hmm. We don't have the spirit mm -hmm. of fear. Right. Um, but on the flip side, what are some things in our culture or worldview that may be a hindrance in this kind of work? I would say probably the biggest thing is that, is the thing, is the winging it thing. Type oh, of thing. not getting prepared. Right, yeah. right. It's just, okay, like that's a good thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll just, you know, mm -hmm. go and see how it goes, you know. Mm. And 
yeah. I think being, and another thing too is, you know, commitment is a big thing. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, God has me here, um, you know, and being willing to, you know, and I think there is lots of people that are willing to go indefinitely, and that's a real blessing, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just definitely getting equipped. So, for the people watching this, what are some, what is one way they can get involved with this type of work, just in general? Well, I mean, obviously there's always the thing of financially, you know, giving toward the work financially, as there's always, you know, mm -hmm. um, new projects we could start. There's always, you know, different angles to that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even just creating more of um, an atmosphere of like a safe house where we could actually have girls mm -hmm. living there on a regular basis and, you know, even just funds toward that. But also just prayer and support is mm -hmm. really, is really the, the main thing, I would say. Yeah. Is there anything else in general that you would like to share that it's uh, a thought you would like to leave with the audience? I, I just think it's an incredible opportunity for young people to get involved in and mm -hmm. to have parents come behind that and totally support it, churches, families, is just an incredible blessing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think that's um, a huge thing for the work because especially this kind of work, mm -hmm. if you're working with a lot of trauma, if you're working with all these, you know, um, just it's a very heavy kind of work mm -hmm. and to have that kind of support is just it's just really amazing mm. and you know if you're if you're a young person wants to go on the mission field wants to get involved in stuff and it's very clear mm. calling on their life um, I would say encourage them just you know go for it yeah mm -hmm. that that would probably be my biggest um, thing that I see a yeah. lot is where that's lacking Mm -hmm. And I think it's really cool when churches and communities can stand behind um, their young people, no matter where God calls them, because we say we're willing to go anywhere. And sometimes it really comes down to, yeah. you know, yeah. it hits home. You know, it's like if it's your own son or if it's your own daughter, you know, being mm -hmm. called to a place like that, it's hard, you know, it's hard to let go. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is understandable, but it is hard. But at the same time, you're not advocating for people to just go on their own and it's just, I'm going to go do this, but actually have people surround right. them, support mm -hmm. them. That, and that all comes back to the values of community and mm -hmm. family right. that we have as a culture. And I think that that is really powerful. Well, thank you for being willing to share and yeah, no yeah and being involved in for what you've done. Um, and, yeah. yeah, no problem at all. It. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Well, very good. Thank you. We are delighted that we can bring these episodes to you free of charge and make them available across the internet. We put a lot of work and money into travel and production. To keep producing episodes, we need your help. One way you can support us is by making a tax-deductible donation by sending us a check or donating online. Another way to support Anabaptist Perspectives is by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Anabaptist Perspectives. By joining on Patreon, you will gain access to bonus content, including exclusive live stream footage and a special Q&A podcast with the Anabaptist Perspective staff.
Thank you for listening to Anabaptist Perspectives. Your listening and sharing this with friends helps more people find our episodes. A special thanks to all of you who support Anabaptist Perspectives financially. We are here because of you. If you haven't had the chance to give yet this year, would you consider making a year-end donation? You can donate on our website or by check. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Anabaptist Perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist Perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.